Drivers, how are you doing? Welcome back to DFS Tavern. Today we're going over the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona, the final race of the regular season, the final race before the cutoff for the NASCAR playoffs in the Cup Series. So it's not just an important week for DFS players, it's an important week for the whole NASCAR season. We get to see who can compete for the championship following this weekend. Let me break down the website, the stat sheet, everything you want to look at, and then we're going to get into the drivers and how I think you should approach this race. So if you Google DFS Tavern, if you use the link in the description below, however you want to get here, it'll bring you to this website right here. You're just going to go and click on the NASCAR tab. It'll bring you to the NASCAR page, the Coke Zero Sugar 400. You see your DK contest or stat model. If you scroll down, you see laps led, track layout, other things to note. And then we got all the places you can find us. So if you scroll back up here and click this button, it'll open up the sheet into a bigger window so it's easier to see if you're on your desktop or if you're on a tablet, on your phone, whatever you use, it's easier to see right here. And now, usually, this is where I go over, look at past track type, look at everything. And yes, you want to look at past track type, see how everybody has ran here, but the most important thing you want to look at this weekend is possible DK points. This is the best way to get a gauge on how a driver can perform, especially in a wreck-filled race that we expect to see this weekend. I highly, highly advise you to go look at the possible DK points this weekend. Regarding next week's DK contest, if, if you would like to, your chance to win a free entry into it, let me know how you think Jimmy Johnson does. He's starting seventh. He's four points below the playoff cutoff as I talk today on a Thursday. So let me know how you do. Do you think he makes the chase? Do you think he wrecks out of the race? Do you think he finishes okay in the race but doesn't make the playoffs? Let me know. I'm curious on what you guys think Jimmy Johnson outlook on this weekend is going to be. And uh, let's get right into breaking down the drivers. I, I think everybody already knows that it's a plate track. You got to play guys from the back. I highly expect this race to be a wreck fest. So, I mean, people are going to be racing for stage points, which is something we don't normally see in the Cup Series at Super Speedways to where people are just, you know, just driving wild for stage finishes. But that is something I expect to see this weekend. I expect probably six to seven drivers to escape the race without any damage, if, if that. I think we're probably going to see maybe 18 drivers finish the race, not even on the lead lap, just finish the race, take the checkered flag under their own power. This is going to be wild. I don't think we've really ever seen anything like this. NASCAR themselves have has ramped up the intensity of making this the playoff cutoff. They know this is going to be chaos. The Daytona summer race is always filled with chaos, and that's the one that's usually ran in July. Now we're running it in August. In, in hurricane season where we know weather is probably going to play a factor. I expect showers to be popping up this weekend at, at Daytona. It's going to be wild. So we get a lot of things that are in the boiling pot to make this race just a wreck fest. And why am I stressing that so much? Well, nobody knows what's going to happen. The, the best chance when you're making lineups is to build them with people who aren't involved in wrecks. You can try and do all the research you can. You can look at how past performance have have fared for certain drivers you can look at how people have done in the past how consistent they are getting top fives getting top tens finishing the actual race not being involved in crashes but that can all change here like i said in a race where people are going to be racing full out for the entire race I, i'm 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 close to just throwing out any type of track history for any type of plate race here and just focusing on uh, ownership 
in this race, focusing on playing guys from the back, whether it's a full six-person stack in your lineups, whether it's a 4-2 to where you play four guys from the back half of the field, two guys from the top half of the field, or whatever you believe is a cutoff for your front-slash-back half of the field, whether you run a 3-3 to where it's three guys in the back, three guys from the front, uh, or, or just playing random lineups. This is a a race that I look forward to playing a lot of lineups in. I know I've been doing single entry uh, personally for the last two weeks, or for the last two months rather, and this is a race that I'm going to probably make 60, 70 lineups for and try and enter them in a lot of contests because um, the volatility in this race can just make anybody playable. So breaking that down in more detail, if you look at the possibility of, and I'm going to use two extremes here, but I'm going to use Kevin Harvick and Brennan gone. So let me just bring those guys up from our own stat sheet. And I'm actually here, let me show you just so you can see it on the stat sheet so you can know how to read it. So if you open the stat sheet, for example, I think this is how you need to use the sheet, especially this weekend. Let's look at Kevin Harvick starting first here in, in, in the race. If he wins the race, he can get 46 points. If he finishes 10th, he gets 25. If he finishes 20th, he gets five points. If he finished 30th, that's negative 15. If he finished 40th, that's negative 35. Compare that to the guy starting dead last, Brennan Gaughan, who's right below him. Brennan Gaughan starts dead last. So if he wins the race, that's 85 points. If he finishes 10th, that's 64. If he finishes 20th, that is 44. If he finishes 30th, that's 24. If he finishes last, that's four DK points. So literally, Brennan Gaughan cannot lose you any points, even if he wrecks. I know I'm using the two extremes with Gaughan starting last and Harvick starting first, but that's the best example there is of the possibility of how everybody can shake down with possible DK points. So with everybody knowing that, who can you look at? Who can you safely call, you know, playable or cash games or, or cash safe, rather? Brennan Gaughan. Look, Brennan Gaughan's the safest you can be. He cannot lose you any points. He can wreck finish last and still gain more points than other people. Ross Chastain, most likely in a good car, and you can afford all, all these people. Salary is not an issue, but Ross Chastain, starting 36, probably going to make it through the race, uh, or at least finish in the top 20, I would imagine. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., a guy who is perceived as wild, aggressive on these plate tracks, but he's starting 31st. Even if he wrecks, he can't lose you that many points. Ty Dillon, Ryan Priest, and Chase Elliott. I mean, those guys are your cash games, the safest you can get. They're in the best equipment starting in the back. That's just how it's going to roll for, for safe guys. And I'm not even going to really bother on dominators because I'm not I'm not looking at dominators this weekend. We, we don't focus on dominators in this. We're focusing on people who can survive wrecks and who can get through the race. Uh, for tournaments, I'm really interested. I love Quinn Hoff. I don't think anybody's going to play him. Uh, but J.J. Yaley, Timmy Hill, Joey Gaze, James Davison, Josh Blicky, basically the brickware guys, the backmarkers that nobody really believes in even when it's a plate track. I mean, these guys don't carry much ownership. Uh, when I don't say much, I mean, they're going to be around 30% owned. Some of them might be a bit lower, but people are just scared to play them. No matter how much people say, oh, I'm going to fade Brennan Gaughan because the chalk is there. Oh, I'm going to fade Stenhouse Jr. because he's too chalky. People don't pivot to the other guys starting in the back, so... Just keep that in mind when you're making lineups. The way that I want to approach this race is is probably a 4-2 strategy. Like I said in the beginning, that's one of the ways you can approach it. So I really want to focus on having four drivers in my lineup that is a core that's starting in the rear. I don't care what drivers they are exactly, but I just want four drivers in most lineups that are my safe core that if they wreck, it doesn't sink the lineup. And then throwing two darts with the, with the remaining two, whether it's one person starting... 11th through 20th, one person starting in the top 10, 
we just need two dart throws because that's normally what the optimal lineup has been. It's been four guys in the back or at least the back half of the field and then one or two guys starting either inside the top 20 or, or sometimes inside the top 10. And like I said, with this race just being a breakfast, it, I, I can't tell you who to play and who not to play. I mean, this is a this is a track that if you got a gut feeling, if you like somebody more than another guy, go with that gut feeling this weekend. Anybody who's saying play certain guys or that this guy's safer than other guys, and I know I just mentioned Chase Elliott and Stenhouse calling them safe, but if anybody else is saying any, anybody other than those guys, I mean, I, I I wouldn't really trust that. Anything can happen. The people that I do believe in this week, John Hernimacek starting 24th, Ryan Newman, He's had good history here despite almost dying in February. Uh, Matt Kenseth, I expect Matt Kenseth to pretty much just chill. I don't believe that Kenseth is going to run full bore until the last 20 laps. I feel like he's going to ride in the back. I don't mind that at all. Colt Custer, I don't mind him. Kurt Busch, a guy who has been incredibly consistent at the play tracks recently. He should be there at the end. Same thing with Austin Dillon. A lot of the Chevy teams, if you look, Obviously, the Fords are expected to dominate, but a lot of the top-tier Chevy teams are usually there at the end. Uh, they, they play it way more consistent, maybe because they're just slower compared to the Fords. They have to compete with the Fords, but Austin Dillon and Kurt Busch are great examples of people who either wreck or finish inside the top 10 at these plate tracks. Uh, and, and that's pretty much all you have to, to do uh, when you look at history. It's they either wreck or they finish really good. Uh, there is no in-between. Um, I don't believe Jimmy Johnson is going to do well. I don't believe William Byron is going to do well. I don't believe in any of the people near the cutoff line. So Matt Benedetto, Eric Jones, William Byron, Jimmy Johnson, these guys around the playoff bubble, I want to stick away from them because they have they got a gun to their head saying that you need to do well in this race, and they have to race it out through its entirety, racing for stage points, racing for the race win. These are guys that I would be very hesitant to play for DFS because I think they have the best chances to wreck, make a mistake, be caught up in accidents. So just because of that, I want to stick away from that. Uh, if I had to play anybody inside the top 10, because I know people are going to ask me in that, uh, probably Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin. That, that, that's, those would be the guys that I would focus on the most. They're starting the farthest back inside the top 10. They got good track history here. Denny Hamlin's one of the better plate racers in, in NASCAR right now. He is in the same list of Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Eric Amarola, Ryan Newman, Austin Dillon in terms of consistency. Those would be the top dogs going into a plate track. But, I mean, even with that, it's a plate race. A lot of people, a lot of things are going to happen. And with no qualifying, quote-unquote, all the good guys are starting up in the front. All the good guys can't finish up front. That's just how it's going to be. We just have to be on the right side of that in our lineups. If you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot them to me on Twitter at BrandonCruzDFS. Tweet at us on Twitter at DFS Tavern. Check out our Patreon for our heat map. Get in our Discord. You can ask me any question. I will help you through this weekend. I know it's pretty crazy. I know there's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of temptations to go certain ways and stuff like that, and I'll try and help you out there. But best of luck, guys. Enjoy this weekend's race at Daytona, and I'll catch you next time.